are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a January 21st Sunday morning edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, editor and writer of LeBron Wire, part of the USA Today NBA Wire sites, and former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian, and of course, your host here on Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to the show. It is Sunday. As I mentioned, the Blazers had a game last night. They capped off their three-game homestand, which if you listen to this earlier in the week, I talked about how important I thought this homestand was with a tough stretch of games here coming up. And we'll, we'll highlight those games later on in the podcast, but the Blazers cap off a three-game homestand, 3-0, and uh, taking care of business, I, th- I think is the best way to categorize those last three games uh, against Phoenix, you know, not a good team, Dallas last night, not a good team, and then Indiana, a pretty decent team that they beat by 14 and held to 86 points, and they're one of the better offenses in the league, so the Blazers... This season has felt like any time you look at the schedule and you say, oh, okay, well, I think they've got this, this, and this. Uh, I think they'll they'll go this way. You know, they would win games that they weren't supposed to win sometimes, and then they lose ones that they definitely weren't supposed to lose, especially a lot of those home games earlier. And it felt like after they completed this road, this homestand, excuse me, This is the first time all season it's felt like you looked at a stretch of games and now we look back at it and you say, hey, the Blazers took care of business. They did what they were supposed to do. They had some nice road trips. I mean, it's it's been at least two months since I've felt that way about the Blazers. I think maybe that that one Eastern Conference road trip where they had some nice wins without Aminu and they finished that road trip pretty well. I think they went 4-1 and on that trip. But aside from that, that's it's almost been two months since that road trip. And so they have had basically two months of floundering and, and being kind of in and out and, and, and they just haven't found consistency or a level of reliability, I think. And now after this three game homestand, I have got to say, I I think that they showed some reliability and maybe this is a little bit of growth. And I think this does bode well. Granted, they've got some tough games and and, and these ones coming up are going to be really hard. But I think it does bode well for my thought that I think that the Blazers are going to turn it on here in the second half of the season and that the way they play, the system they have, the the guys that they have, their youth, the the fact that they're such a young team that they will get better, that they will play harder, and that they will take advantage of some teams that maybe start to get discouraged, maybe not playing as hard, maybe uh, 
or or older teams perhaps that maybe have an off night here and there I really do think that Portland's youth and also their tendency to get better as the season goes along, I think that's led by Dame a lot. But I I, I think that tendency is going to show here in the second half. And to me, this this homestand was very encouraging because they had one really great defensive performance against the Pacers, and they took care of business against two teams that... uh, two types of teams that they've had trouble with at home this season. They, they had trouble with a lot of, you know, teams that weren't very good coming into the Moda Center and winning. And this week, they really took care of business. So uh, props to the Blazers. They won last night. We'll go into the game specifically right now. They beat the Dallas Mavericks 117-108. They really dominated uh, the flow of the game in this one. I, I think it's definitely fair to say that the, the flow was fully in Portland's favor throughout the game because they jumped out to a big first quarter lead and Dallas made their runs. They they made a big run in the fourth quarter to kind of cut the lead down, but ultimately the Blazers were able to hold on. They were able to hold off the plucky Mavs, you know, Dirk Nowitzki, they're well coached. Wesley Matthews always loves playing in Portland. And, and there was a lot of great feelings in the building for Wesley Matthews, who had 23 points to lead the Mavericks. But the Blazers were able to win. And, and Damian Lillard, with all the all-star talk, putting up uh, an all-star performance with 31 points, 9 assists, and five rebounds. He was seven of nine from three. They could do nothing to stop him. He was pulling up. He was looking explosive as ever. I think maybe adding some meat back into his diet it has been a good thing for his energy. He seems like he, he he's he's getting a little bit more bounce. And uh, hey, uh, we'll take it. And and he's he's looking really solid right now on the offensive end. And the Blazers have helped him. And CJ had another solid game with 26 points, four rebounds, and two assists. And Evan Turner continues to thrive and flourish in a starting role. He had 17 points last night, three rebounds, only one assist, but he played really well, two of four from three, which when he hits his threes, that's always a bonus. And he was seven of 13 from the field. Aminu had a nice game. Nurk, efficient game. And and really, the, the Blazers get a, a, a very solid win and we're going to talk about Evan Turner and his season in his month of January which has been spectacular uh, in a little bit but the Blazers had a, a funny moment at the end of that game where Yusuf Nurkic and Salah Mejri kind of got into a little bit of a, a tussle underneath the basket and then uh, Nurkic was like get away from me and then Mejri was kind of stumbling and Evan Turner just went and pushed Mejri down and and that was a pretty fun thing to see it also kind of showed a little bit of togetherness a little bit of uh you know Turner having Nurks back and when I was at the the last game that I was at against Atlanta Evan Turner picked the music and he chose All the Smoke by Young Thug and Future and there's no doubt that in that moment Evan Turner wanted all the smoke. He was ready to put he's ready to get into it, ready to get into it with Salamejri, not backing down. And that was a pretty cool moment, I thought, in the game. And a continuing trend in the NBA uh this past week. 
basically since the MLK Day slate of games is every player getting in a fight with other players. And I don't know what's going on in the NBA. I don't know why all these teams are fighting, but I don't mind it. I think it's kind of cool. I think when they get into it and they have that passion and they get a little extra physical, I, I like that. I think it's great. I think it's fun to see. I think it's great for the fans. And also a moment like that is great for the home fans, especially when you get to see kind of your guys rally around each other and, and see them really come together. So uh, a really solid win. I wouldn't say it was a great win, but a win that they needed to get and a one that was a kind of a take care of business win. And on the bench for the Blazers last night, Ed Davis played some closing minutes when it looked like Nurk and his elbow may have been a little uh, messed up in that measury uh, tussle. We'll look out for what's going on with that. But off the bench, Shabazz Napier had eight points. Apparently, he he was dealing with a little bit of an illness, but did not show it. Pat Connaughton continues to hit three-pointers on a regular basis. He had two in the game, and the Blazers seem to be in a, in a pretty decent groove right now in terms of where they are in their season. They've, they've really found a, a pretty decent flow, and they've won six out of their last nine games. So, uh that's a, a really good ratio if you can get it if you're winning two-thirds of your game. So the Blazers seem to be playing a little bit better here in January, and that is despite the fact that they have had some road games and they will have some road games here coming up in the end of the month and into February. And we're going to talk about Evan Turner and how good Evan Turner has been, not just standing up for Nurk last night, but efficient, playing really well. And we'll talk about that in a second. But if your company is interested in men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked On Blazers is listened to by 98% men and 80% of men between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men between 18 and 44, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are reasonable. So email me at lockedonblazers at gmail.com if you're interested in sponsoring the show. And we'll be right back. So, uh, we're going to look at Evan Turner here, but we're also going to, uh, in a minute, we're also going to look ahead at the upcoming slate of games for the Trailblazers here in the month of January as they look to finish the month strong. But Evan Turner deserves some praise because we've gone in on him when he's played poorly, and we have criticized him when he does that, but he has been instrumental in this recent stretch of good play and ever since they put him in the starting lineup it has been a a positive thing for the Blazers and and they have played well they have outscored their opponents and Turner individually has been very solid in January he's averaging just a hair under 12 points per game in 10 games and he's shooting just a hair under 55 percent so he's hitting his shots that were not going in earlier in the season, that he was getting to his spots, but now he looks even more comfortable getting to his spots, and he has a lot of confidence. They ran a post-up for him on the first play of the game, and it seems like that they really have a lot of belief in Turner, and Turner has a lot of belief in himself, and I think this is the most comfortable I've seen him play in a while. And, and Portland actually had success starting Turner last season in... Uh, 
the January, February stretch, but then Turner got hurt, broke a finger, and that kind of hurt his ability to kind of continue to integrate himself into this flow system, into the Blazers, playing with Damon CJ, and that kind of slowed that growth down. And the Blazers were in a tough spot. They were struggling. They started Connaughton. They had Harkless in the starting lineup for a while. And Stotts went to Turner. And that has, in my opinion, kind of saved the season a little bit and and, and made it. And, and Turner's play on its own has helped save the Blazers' season so far and, and keep them from maybe being one of these borderline teams. Now, there's a lot of teams in their vicinity in the standings right now. There is not a lot of difference between where the Blazers are and the being out of the playoffs. So this is going to be a thing all season long. So they're going to flow between the 5-6 range down to the 7-8-9 range. I mean, they were in ninth earlier this week, but they have really done well as of late. And now they're four games over 500, which is a nice, nice place to be. And it's something they needed to do because they really had not been consistent at all this season. And Turner has helped them find some consistency and some consistent success, which has been really hard to come by. I just also talked about his individual stats, but I did not mention that he's also shooting nearly 43% on three-pointers, which if you can get Evan Turner to do that, that's a complete bonus. But I do like some of the other things that have happened with the Blazers during that time. And just a quick look here at some of the lineup data with Turner in the starting lineup, and it's been very good. So in 19 games so far this season, the Blazers are outscoring their opponents by 12.8 points per 100 possessions. So basically in close to a game's worth of possessions, the Blazers would win those games by 12 if that lineup played for all 48 minutes or for all 100 possessions. And 100 possession game is a lot of possessions and that doesn't normally happen. But it's a it's supposed to be a little bit more of a regulated mark than points per game or plus minus and stuff like that. But the efficiency and the, the team play that they've had has been excellent their assisted turnover ratio is much higher so they have another ball handler out there a really good ball handler that can take care of the ball they're not turning the ball over they're creating for each other and their assisted turnover ratio with that lineup is way better at 2.13 assists two turnovers than any of their other lineups they're a much more efficient lineup the pace is you know they don't they're not pushing the pace but they don't think they need to they have a lot of really smart basketball players Turner and CJ especially really methodical guys and then Dame has also played well recently but the Blazers have really found something with Evan Turner and I think it's I know on the the take it or break it special that we had on here I was talking about Turner truthers but I I do really believe that that Turner has has found a role here and that Portland's best way forward is to continue with what they're doing because this is the lineup that's had the most data of any lineup that is the most minutes played and it's by far the best lineup and they are not turning the ball over they're doing a pretty good job rebounding the ball passing the ball getting guys involved and I think having Turner out there also just gives even if he's not the most efficient shooter for his career, it gives the defenses that their Blazers are playing against another focal point to look at, another 
place to take their attention when he has the ball, and that allows Dame and CJ to kind of find spaces and find weaknesses in the defense. And that's one of the big reasons, if you watch the Warriors, the ability to have Draymond Green playmake even before Kevin Durant and and have him dribble the ball or Iguodala even before KD and have those guys take a little bit of attention away from the defense because they have the ball. And then you see Steph Curry and Klay Thompson be able to find holes in the defense. And I think maybe this was the vision all along for the Blazers and the Evan Turner signing. And it's looked great. So uh, credit to Turner, credit to Stotts, and credit to Neil Olshay. You know, I, I we have railed and railed and railed against that contract. But Turner seems to have found a, a spot and. I think even if he's not hitting those three-pointers, I mean, he's only taking two three-pointers a game. So it's not like he's, uh, you know, night to night, he's swinging the game with his three-pointers. He's really done a great job in the mid-range, getting to his spots, and and being the best Evan Turner that he can be. And uh, Reddit had a stat the other day that he he was shooting really well since the the truck went into his pool. But in all seriousness, he's really elevated his game and looks as comfortable as ever in the Blazers lineup. So uh, we'll, we'll see how Turner can continue this, but I, I do think this is a good sign for Portland, and I think there's no reason not to continue to roll with Evan Turner in the starting lineup as much as we've all had our frustrations with him. But we're going to look ahead to the upcoming slate of games that the Blazers have, six of eight coming on the road. So, uh, after the Blazers closed out their three-game homestand on Saturday night with a nice win over the Dallas Mavericks, they will now hit the road in search of more wins, but I think for the first time in a while, they can feel really good about where they are. They had an extended stretch at home that they took care of business, and this is probably one of the more confident moments of the Blazers' season so far, and I think it also helps that Dame is going to be trying to, you know, solidify his place and 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 and, and make sure that people recognize his all-star caliber play and and all that stuff. But the Blazers are going to be on the road. They've been better on the road this season, but they had a rough stretch at the end of the road trip, the rest of the Western Conference road trip they had a couple of weeks ago. So, not going to be uh you can't expect them to just roll into some wins here, especially against the teams that they're playing against. So Monday, huge, huge game against the Denver Nuggets, who currently find themselves outside of the playoff picture. They have had some struggles, they've had some bad home losses, and and this is gonna be a big game. Nurkic homecoming, his first game back in Denver, which will be really interesting to see how he gets received. I'm guessing it's not gonna be a, a good reception considering just from sampling what Denver Nuggets Twitter says about him and how they feel about him. They they very much are in their feelings about how Nurkic finished the season last year. 